Welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. And we are thrilled to be talking all things Winter Carnival today. We have with us from the town of Riverview, Megan Cross and Ash Arrowsmith. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We're so excited to be back. I love, love, love when we get to talk about Winter Carnival because you guys put on incredible events regardless of whatever life throws at you. (laughs) And it's just so wonderful to be talking about fun things that everyone can get involved with. So why don't we just jump right in and maybe start with a quick reminder to people what the dates are this year for Riverview Winter Carnival. Sure. So the carnival, uh, the 47th annual carnival uh, for 2022 is taking place from February 4th to the 13th. So it's 10 uh, days of, of fun for all ages. 10 days. Look at that. And I can imagine they are jam packed full of things before though. Uh, we start talking about the things that you guys have planned. We probably should put a disclaimer out there that, that this is recorded in advance. It is recorded before level three is potentially lifted. So if you want to know what's going on for winter carnival, about a certain event that you hear about today, then uh, please make sure that you're checking with the town of Riverview um, right before you decide to head to an event or whatever it may be. But one thing you guys have learned over these last (laughs) few years now, which sounds strange to say, is how to put on events that pretty much are foolproof going to happen because they're made for people to do at home and to to kind of have that sense of community still. So why don't we do a, a little rundown of what for sure people can, you know, expect to see happening at least online for Winter Carnival. So we've got a little bit of a combination of things that uh, you and your family that you can do on your own. So we kind of call it do it yourself, self-guided activities. And then we also have virtual activities and both are COVID proof. Uh, So we have geocaching where you can go out on the Dobson Trail with your family, look for five caches that are hidden. And uh, we have a hundred of these really cool coins. I'll just show if you can see that there. My goodness, that's like, that's that picture, that view on the trail with the snowshoes. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's the Mill Creek Nature Lookout, which is also a funded biosphere region. uh, uh, One of the 50 amazing places. So we have a hundred of those to to give away if if you get out and find those five caches. Uh, we also have the snow sculpting uh, challenge, which maybe we'll talk about that more at the end because there's so much happening with that and lots of changes for this year. The Riverview Lions Club, they're offering a community business bingo. So you load up in your, in your car, you drive around and uh, try to find the bingo numbers that will be posted in different uh, business windows. And if you're out and about, we do encourage you if that business is open, go in and visit them because we definitely want to support local during this time. The Knights of Columbus, they're going to be hosting their soup and chowder takeout. The Riverview Library, they're going to be doing a uh, winter kit that you can pick up. And in terms of virtual, there's, there's a few presentations and a few things that you can do actively. So we're offering uh, an Explore Albert County virtual snowshoe presentation. So the Parks and Recreation Department and the Funny Biosphere Region, we're going to be offering two chances to learn some basics about snowshoeing and some different places throughout Albert County that you can get out and snowshoe. 
some people just aren't really aware of, you know, where do I access the trail? So those are things that we're going to be covering. Hubcap Comedy Festival, they're going to be going ahead with two virtual galas, which will be taking place uh, February 4th and February 5th online. I do have to say, though, they're still planning to do their live shows at the end of March. So check out their website uh, for updates pertaining to that. The Scrap Shack is going ahead with uh, virtual scrapbooking from the comfort of your home. Something that's new to Riverview, we have a disc golf course at Claude D. Taylor. And there's so many people that, even myself, I've never played disc golf. So we're putting together a virtual presentation about the course as well as how to play and uh, where you can access discs if you don't have those yourself at home. The Fundy Biosphere region is going to be offering a screening of the film Water Warriors. Uh, there's going to be a paint night and we're also going to be hosting a virtual yoga session uh, in support of the Heart and Stroke Foundation. So lots to do that's COVID proof. It's going to go ahead no matter what. So we're we're really excited and, and revving up for all of these activities. I just, yeah, again, kudos to you guys and the whole team of volunteers and staff who keep pulling this off because I know we all thought it was going to be different this year. Right. <laughs> it's <Right>. not. <laughs> well, like you said, Jenna, I mean, it takes a big, big team. And, you know, we've talked about this over the years about um, how the history of Winter Carnival is really about the community partnerships that allow it to happen. And that's no different this year. Um, going into 2022, we all had hopes that it would look a little different than, than the year previous. But, you know, we, we have really strong relationships with the community partners who host these events. And like everyone else, you know, they've, they've found the, the room to grow, the room to be flexible. And that's what really needed to happen to be able to pull off this year. And we are so thrilled that our partners were able to do that. We know that everyone is um, used to pivoting in this time. And that's what they were able to do to make sure that the community has something to celebrate this year. Winter Carnival is going to look different, but it's as full and as um, inviting and as nourishing as it has been in years past because we have really, really amazing community partners who pull it all together. Well, and it really shows uh, the resiliency of Riverview. Like that that's something with our town that always shocks me. And, and, you know, like when the lights went down there a couple of weeks ago, how fast they were turned around, it was unbelievable. And that was a horrible week to be outside doing any kind of work. <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted to be out there trying to fix those lights. So uh, the way that Riverview can pivot, and like you said, the way that the community partners really come into effect and are willing to take you know, instead of taking people out for a tour, snowshoeing, you can learn about all the cool places. Cause like Ash said, there are so many amazing places to go out and uh, strap on the snowshoes and check things out in our area. So kudos from, from us to you guys for being able to do that. And to recognize too, that we still need that kind of like basics 101, how to do these things if you're not used to going out and doing them already. And I'm really intrigued by disc golf because I have to admit, it's not something I associated with winter. Is it a winter thing? Yeah, it's it's news to me too. I just learned this a couple of weeks ago. There's a, a really strong community group uh, here that's been teaching us uh, the basics as well as they showed us. What you do is you take a four foot piece of ribbon and uh, you duct tape it to the bottom of your disc. So if you lose it in the snow, you just go 
looking for that piece of ribbon, you pull it out and you continue playing. And they're, the, the group is super dedicated. I've noticed after every single storm, they're out there shoveling out the, uh, the I think they're called basket holes. I'm not 100% sure. Again, I'm brand new to my, myself. I got I to gotta go check out that virtual presentation. But yeah, it's, it's a four season sport, which is really, really cool. So are they like clearing the ground to play or do you play this like wearing snowshoes? Because that's what's in my head. (laughs) That's a great question. I think I, I, I think it's worth definitely checking out that presentation. I don't think they clear the entire uh, course. We, 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 we probably... won't hold you to your answer. Ash. Yeah. It's okay to know. <laughs> no, but it's probably worth bringing a pair of snowshoes. I think they just clear around the baskets. Well, I just, I, I have this memory of watching a group of people play baseball in snowshoes years ago out in, in the prairies when I was out in Calgary for a winter. I had to cover, and it was, it was part of it was, I don't know if it was part of a winter carnival, but it was part of an annual event that this community did. And they played a game of baseball, but everyone was wearing snowshoes to run the. It's funny, Megan, you and I are both married to avid golfers. We should make them go out and try it for us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it says golf. I don't think there's a lot of golf related activity to disc golf, is there? (laughs) Uh, but that's a, another thing, though, uh, it, that you had mentioned, Ash, is that you can rent that stuff. And that like there's a long list of, th- of things through Parks and Rec and the town that people are able to rent this year if they buy a membership. Can we talk about that? We've reintroduced the equipment loan program offering a winter version. So we have about 30 different sized pairs of snowshoes. Actually, no, I think it's closer to 45. 30 adult size pair of snowshoes and then about 15 pairs for it goes by weight in terms of what size you wear but if you have a three-year-old we have sizes that would fit them up until about age nine or ten uh, we have toboggans we have disc golf sets if somebody would like to borrow those uh, we have a couple of cool like gts and uh, i think they're like kickboard so a lot of winter recreational items my personal favorite item that uh, is not as well known is uh, we do have a ski park that's available, which is basically it's a sled that you buckle around your waist. So say you want to do you want to have a picnic uh, in Mill Creek Nature Park or out Robson Trail, you can load up this ski park. It's got little loops so you can bungee cord down your supplies and easily pull out all kinds of stuff wherever you're going, if you want to have like a winter cookout or winter picnic or whatever activity you're doing outside. I love that. That's super cool. Yeah. And the, so the equipment loan, it's a one-time fee of $20 plus tax. It's a family membership and uh, you can borrow as many items as you want, uh, pending they're available from January to March 31st. While we're just talking about things that the town has available for people, can we talk briefly about Winter Wonderland Park and remind people what is there, what's accessible if we're in the most severe level three kind of situation and and where people can go to get the best information at to know what is open on the hill? Right. Well, like you said, I mean, a lot is is 
this is a very fluid time for us, but typically we'd be telling everyone to check out the website because of weather changes. And that's something that can really affect um, usability of Winter Wonderland Park as well. So depending on snowfall, depending on, um, on how the weather cooperates, we're hoping that we will have the siding hill open again, um, where you can go tobogganing. There's a snowboarding course on it as well. Um, and then we have the outdoor oval. And in past years, we haven't uh, had a lot of luck come February to uh, ensure that the oval is frozen um, and, and safe to, to skate on. But as long as the weather cooperates, that is an activity that we hope will be open to families um, to participate in if restrictions lift. Um, we'll certainly have our crews out um, keeping all of those facilities open and clear for, um, for everyone to enjoy. Is the hill open under level three if you're within your bubble? Like, is it open for single use if conditions are fine? We, every time, I guess there's a change in terms of the public health guidelines from the province of New Brunswick, we adhere to those. So your, your question is, is, is a really good one because last year in 2021, uh, there was a point where we were asked to close uh, skating ovals uh, for the public. So as it stands right now, there are no restrictions in terms of, of any of the uh, assets that we have at Winter Wonderland Park. So things are open, but again, check the website before you head out just to make sure that, that there haven't been any changes because it, it just, it depends on uh, what those public health guidelines are at the time. So I think that's something that we should bring up too is where is Winter Wonderland Park? Cause it is kind of like Riverview's hidden gem. That's a great question. So the, the park is located off of Quinn Court. So if you're familiar with Riverview, it's, uh, it's off of Gunningsville Boulevard. So if you're coming across the bridge or the causeway, if you just continue up Gunningsville Boulevard or up Finley Boulevard, it's just off of uh, Gunningsville onto Quinn and the hill, the skating oval, it's all right there with signage. Yeah, it's such a, such a fantastic place. And yeah, it's, it's really a shame that people are still going, where is that? <laughs> but we're doing our best. We're going to keep telling people where it's at because it is fantastic. The other thing that we want to tell people about for sure is the snow sculpture contest because, oh my goodness, you guys started this last year and it was like a highlight of the year for me last year was doing this for sure, taking part in the sculpture contest and then going around the town to see all the sculptures and, you know, you guys kind of continued that with, you know, Halloween decor and the pumpkins this year. And now we're back to Winter Carnival again and we get to do snow sculptures again. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, just before Ash gets into this snow sculpture challenge, because it has grown a lot this year, um, we had some really uh, fantastic news recently that Riverview was featured in the latest issue of Reader, Reader's Digest because of this snow sculpting challenge. Congrats. So drew inspiration from uh, a gentleman in Ontario who was who took on um, the creation of these really amazing, beautiful displays in his own front yard. And um, and because of our relationship with him, we were able to bring it to Riverview with his guidance and just all of the pearls of wisdom he had picked up in, in creating these on his own. And uh, so he just wrote a great piece that um, talked about how it had expanded to the East Coast and, um, and how it's grown here and been appreciated by Riverview and all of those who come to visit to see it. That's really cool. Yeah, so Ash, yeah, tell us all about what it's like this year for the contest. Yeah, Matt Morris out of Waterloo, Ontario, he's been amazing in 
sharing all of the information with us and just we're so grateful that that he's been open with all of that because all of this wouldn't be possible so we uh we can't thank him enough in terms of the 2022 snow sculpture challenge there's a few changes from last year we're really excited about them i'll start with the basics so uh the snow sculpture challenge we're inviting anyone all ages to go out to your front yard, go to your local park, uh, maybe even think about going to a nursing home and uh, making some sort of creation out of uh, snow, whatever you want. And the really cool thing about, about Matt Morris's technique is it doesn't have to be like that wet snow that people are used to when you're making a snowman. It can be any type of snow and you don't have to have a lot of snow you can gather it all up. So what you do is you, and you can use like household items, whatever it is that you have kind of laying around, you can upcycle. So you collect as much snow as possible. You put it in ideally a five gallon bucket or a waste basket. And what you do is you tamp it all down uh, into the bucket. You flip it over, give it a twist. And then the key part here is you have to let it sit or center for two to three hours before you before you start sculpting your your creation, whatever it is you, you decide on. So for this year's challenge, we have three different categories. So we have the creative snow sculpture category, which you can make whatever you want. It's going to be judged by a panel of uh, community folks. We have the bird snow sculpture challenge. So if you're familiar with what we did last year, we were calling on people to make gnomes. This year it's going to be birds, so it could be anything. If you need a resource, match. Yes, penguins. <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt has a really great uh, instructional video on how to make uh, a penguin. And then new for this year, we have a voters choice category. So we're going to be offering a digital map for the public to go out and check out all of the snow sculptures across Riverview. So that's kind of the new piece for this year. And that can be any kind of creation, whatever you want to make can be entered into that category. The other kind of piece too is uh, we're asking voters to go out and uh, cast their ballot on whichever, whichever sculpture is their favorite. So we have a top prize for the creative snow sculpture challenge, bird snow sculpture challenge, the voters choice, but we're also going to give away a prize uh, by random draw to anybody who casts their votes. So, or so a vote. So we have five top prizes of a Fundy getaway to Alma, a two night stay uh, in uh, one of Fundy National Park's yurts, along with a pass to the park for the year for your family and a $30 gas card. So lots of prizes, we've upped the ante. We have $5,000 worth of prizes that we're giving away. Uh, for 2022. So we're really excited to, uh, to really invest more in this particular activity, just because it was such a huge hit last year. We really, we really want to support that and support creativity and asking people, you know, to get outside, spend quality time with their family um, and their bubbles. So yeah, we're really excited about it. The creativity last year was just incredible and the community spirit 
of seeing everyone, you know, <clears throat> getting out there, being proud of what they created, proud of what their neighbors created. Um, I think I was telling you, Ash, about one time where I, I stopped to take a photo um, when I was out looking at ones and I, I kind of blocked someone's driveway and I felt really badly. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. She's like, no, no, no. I'm so glad you're taking a picture. They worked so hard on that. And just to see the amount of pride that people had in, in what their neighbors created and not just what they created themselves. And I think, you know, having the sculpture contest gave such a neat sense of community involvement to the festival last year that I'm just, I'm so thrilled that it's coming back for winter carnival this year that there's you know additional categories and prizes and that there's the digital map because i know people really love that opportunity to go around and see what everyone's created and uh, it'll make my job a lot easier because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to share addresses and things with people last year so i know people are going to be so excited for that when let's remind everyone when they have to when they're supposed to have their sculptures done and and when the voting takes place for that Folks can uh, can submit their their sculpture between uh, February fourth up until February seventh at noon. Uh, by we're hoping by four p.m. on February seventh, we'll have the map online, and uh, folks can vote on their favorite up until uh, the end of the day. Uh, February 13th. Um, we are running out of time though, guys. So can we uh, push everybody to where they need to get all of this information? Absolutely. Um, so yes, everything that we've talked about today is going to be posted on townofriverview.ca or you can visit riverviewwintercarnival.ca, which will take you straight to the, uh, to the landing page for all of the carnival's events. And like we shared, um, you know, we have the, what we're calling the COVID proof events. And then we have a whole slew of other activities that are just waiting in the wings right now uh, for the green light to be able to push out. So we're hopeful if things go well toward the end of the month that we'll be able to share um, a whole bunch of other activities that require us to be out of level three, um, but that will you know be some of our old favorites that we've done for all the past years in Winter Carnival. So um, definitely check out riverviewwintercarnival.ca and we'll be sharing on our social media pages at Town of Riverview. Great, and we'll find that uh, link to Matt's tutorials and put those up again, because it really is way easier than you think it's gonna be, guys. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Awesome, thanks again, Ash and Megan for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having us.